Welcome to the Unsophisticated Palate, a podcast about all things wine, beer, and spirits. Each week, join us on our journey as we drink and delve into different alcohol-related topics. I'm Mark. And I'm Jen. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that wasn't a good cheers. We got oh, to do sorry. sorry. Let's do it again. Oh, there that was so go. much better. Yes. <laughs> okay, drinking, drinking. There is something important to getting a good, I don't know. Clink. Clink. Mm. Clink. Yum. Yeah, so a matter of fact, actually, I think we'll talk about that next week. Uh, cheersing. Oh, we sure will. Mm. All right. Cheersing is one of my favorite things ever. It is. So something to look forward to. Tune in next week. Yeah. But for this week, we're going to talk about wine and when to age it and when to drink it. Yes. Very important. It is. And I actually, this ended up being a lot easier than I thought. I thought this was going to be very complex and very complicated and and like and there is. I mean there's definitely something to it, but um as a whole it's a lot easier than I thought. Yeah. Jim. It is a lot easier than I Yeah, it is not as complex as one might think. Um so most wines actually aren't meant to be aged. Um most red wines have about a 5-year lifespan. And most white wines and rosés, two to three years. Yeah, which is and, surprising to me. Yeah, and really, only 1% of all wines produced are actually meant to be aged. So what does that mean? For most of us who have been storing our wines, drink, drink. that stuff now, everybody. <laughs> Start drinking. Pop those corks. <laughs> I know. Actually, as Mark and I were planning this episode, he was like, I need to rethink my cellar. What have I been doing? And I'm like, I'm coming over. What is going on? Um, yeah. So not all that. Like most wines should not be stored. Yeah. Not be aged. I mean. Should not be aged. And, and you know, there's some romanticism, I think, around um, having an older wine. Right. And that's why. And, and everyone talks about having these old wines and aged right. wines and oh, everything else. Well, I have else. a 68 Margot. Yeah. But the, the truth is on many of these, you may have a 68 Margot or whatever. Yeah. Um, but many of those wines are probably not good to drink. Right. <laughs> you know, because again, they're they're well past their span. And 99 out of 100, and let's face it, probably more than, more like 99 out of 1,000 of the ones like on your grocery store shelves, they're not meant to sit right. there for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. No, they are not. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, as I say, there's that romantic allure, I think, to it, though. Um of, of, you know, having this old wine. But if you let go of that, the only reason really to kind of age wines. Yeah. So why, why would we age a wine? Well, I mean, honestly, and unless you're really savvy, really planned well, and have connections, etc., you're not doing it for the money. Right. Because a lot of people think, oh, this an older wine is worth more. And there is some truth to that. A good old wine is worth more. But again, if you're not getting the right wines, you're not storing it right, and I mean, and, and it has to be stored just right. And and again, then you've got to have somebody who's going to buy that wine for whatever price you're going to put. I mean, it, it's just, it's not like, it's not an investment for the average person. Right. Um, so that's why some might, but generally not, well, at least not me, <laughs> let's put it that way. Um, some people like to do it, and this is this is more for me, it's a little sentimental, it's a way to re-experience a year that was special, you know, like a birthday or an anniversary um, or, or a wine maybe even that comes from like before I was born or something. It's it's like, I don't know, a way to revisit a memory. So my dad is a huge wine enthusiast and he 
did does he definitely he's a big researcher and so when i turned 21 he actually had gotten me a bottle of 1977 um like a ridge. how old are you then Jen? no i'm just kidding <laughs> it was not from the year i was born I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but he got me a, a 1977 ridge cab mm-hmm. which he knew was going to be like aged well aged well and this and that um and you know so that was really special so he knew it was going to be a wine that was going to age well and was going to be really special but again not all wines are going to do that but he knew like okay so this wine is going to do this and this and that and and do you still have that no i shared it with him i think i saved it i asked him i actually knew because i know he like he taught me a lot about when i was like how much longer can i Oh. Store this. Well, and that's the other thing. And too. I said, how? And he said, he was like, you, you know, I can't remember what he said. And I think I saved it until my 25th birthday and then I shared it with him. Okay. Like, but see, that's within that five year life. No, no. no it was no, a 77. Yeah, so, right. So, so it was 25 years old at that point. Okay. And it was freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, not all wines are going to do that. Well, and, and at 25, it was freaking amazing. At 30, it might have been okay. And at 35 and 40, like if right, you still knows? had it today, it would it be was... cool and amazing and sentimental. But it did not taste like other cabs I'd had. Mm-hmm. It was very mellow. Yes. Very mellow. Yeah. And so again, if you can get that perfect wine that's been yeah. stored right, do it. But for most of us, it's not going to happen. And, and for sentimental reasons, I mean, I got a, a, a couple bottles of wine that one I was gifted um, and it, it was probably a five or ten dollar bottle of wine, but um, for the occasion and and the way it was done, um, it was just like I'm I'm keeping this bottle. And I got one for um, Santa Rosa Marathon. They give you a bottle of wine. It's called the Finisher's Red. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like I'm not gonna ever drink this because right. it's important to me. So, but I'm saving it or I'm cellaring it, but I'm not doing it to age it to drink it later. I'm just doing it because again, sentimental value when you know. 20, 30 years from now, I like to go back and look at that and go, oh, that's awesome. And uh, and and probably not drink it. And somebody, oh, this is a little morbid here, but when I die, someone will either get to enjoy a really bad wine by that point, <laughs> or um, they'll they'll properly dispose of it. But anyway, it's again, so sentimental right. reasons. Um, and uh, but as you mentioned though, when you do get one that is aged that's meant to be aged and get it aged right, it is an amazing experience. But right. again, you need to really seriously do your research on that. And that said too, though, this and this I have, um, and I think this is kind of fun. And I actually, I haven't done exactly this. I've got some wines where I've bought the same wine every year. So I've got about oh. five or six years worth. And I thought that'd be fun. And one day, you know, I'll just kind of at some point drink them in succession. Actually, there's a place in Detroit called Flights. And you can get flights of the same wine by year. That is very cool. Which is really cool. So you can taste how it's aged. But another um, recommendation that I read, which looked fun, is go out and buy like, I don't know, five, ten, whatever. Buy a case maybe of a particular wine and then open one bottle every year. Oh, and then that's interesting. And then you can, again, taste how it ages over time. That's a really good suggestion. But not, li- or in, and they even recommend doing it quarterly or semi-annually or whatever. Right, because so, if so, it's not going to last more than five years, you want to don't want to do it over 12 years. Yes, but but that's a fun way to kind of see, see how it changes. How it changes. But anyway, that's just fun. So those, I mean, those are really the only reasons to age wines because it's meant to be aged because you're an investor, um, or because it's got sentimental value. Right. So there are certain wines that are better to age than others. And so there are some 
kind of some rules. Not these are not by any means like hard and fast rules. Like these, none of these. It's not a science necessarily. But um, if a wine is more vibrant in color, and I mean, really, so you don't really age whites. Mm-hmm. To be perfectly honest, yeah, I mean, ever, you're not I think, right. right. Yeah. I mean, I I don't ever hear about aging whites. Although every once in a while you will hear about it, They're but very it's rare. so rare. Um, so if it's a vibrant red, um, yes, that would be a good wine to um, yeah. Because over time the they, color dulls, exactly. right? And so the more vibrant it is, is then the more likely it's going to dull. Properly, I guess, exactly. right? Or over the right amount of time. Yeah. Um, the higher the tannins, the more likely it will age well. Um, the higher the acidity, the higher the alcohol level. Um, price isn't always a factor, but to be perfectly honest, if it's over $30, it's probably going to age better. Under, uh, under $30. I mean, under, if it's under $30. It's not going to age not, well. you know, it's, oh, oh, no. If it's, it's over $30, 30 it'll it will age, age better. better. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. So under if it's 30, over $30, it'll probably age better. Under $30, uh, probably forget yeah, it. Yeah, that's probably not one that's meant to be aged. Um, you are not going to probably age a wine that it has a synthetic cork or has a screw top. Those are not the wines that are meant to be aged. Um, it's just, that's just not how it's meant to be. But... If you don't know all this, if you don't have to play the guessing game, you can ask the winemaker. You can, if you're at a winery and you're buying this wine, ask. Just ask. Is I, I will be perfectly honest. When I'm at a winery and I'm buying, if I'm buying an expensive wine particularly, I'll ask them, is this supposed to be something I have now or is this something I'm supposed to age? And they'll tell me, no, this is something you're supposed to drink now or, you know what, sell her this guy for a year or, you know what, wait five for this one. And I get a little Sharpie. And that actually, brilliant. I, I get the little metallic Sharpie so I can write it on the underside. Mm, okay. um, so no one ever has to see it. Um, I write it on the underside and I write the year that I should be opening that wine. That is smart. Um, so that I never have to... I Because I'm telling you this, usually by the time I've had it, I don't remember it by the time I get home. <laughs> yep. So I write a note to myself on the bottom of that wine bottle and I put it in my wine fridge and I'm like, all right... Not opening this for five or four years. Or whatever. But see, but that is smart, and I wish that they would put it on the label somewhere to you know ideal to drink between these dates. And right. usually there's a range, um, but I really like that. So yeah. I mean, it's harder to do at a store, but if you're gonna buy from a winery, yeah, and you ask that and note it, I like that. Right. I'm gonna. I'm taking that tip. Well, thank you. That is brilliant. Oh, I'm so glad you like that one. I do. So anyway, always ask. I mean, we've said this before. Ask the experts. Yeah, that's, that's I, true. I mean, I'm telling you, that's another key thing from this podcast. If you get anything out of this, <laughs> ask people who know their stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so well, so you're gonna age it though, right? Right. Okay. So yeah, if you're gonna age this thing, and, you, and how are you gonna do it? Aging could be that one, two, three, four, five years, yeah. Or it could be the 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? Um, either way. Now, again, if you're a really serious investor, stop listening. Go talk to somebody who knows a whole lot more. Right. <laughs> um, Don't. This is. Yeah. This is meant for the average Joe. Right. You know who is aging it at home. Um, I, I maybe ideally you get a wine fridge. Um, we'll talk about that. But um, you know, otherwise, I mean, you know, 
you, there's so many things that come to this. So, uh, you know, the humidity and heat and all these other kinds of things. And if again, if it's is a, a, an investment, you want all of that to be perfect. But for the rest of us, right. um, it should be a dark place because light is the enemy. It's yes. going to um, break down the, the tannins and, and it's going to um, oxidize and it's going to do all sorts of things it's not supposed to do. Bad. Um, and and, and uh, if it's corked, like with a real cork, and not corked as in... Not not the cork like where you have the tainted cork. No, but as yeah, in there's Like it a, actually has a cork in it. A legitimate cork, not a synthetic cork or a cap. Then it should be uh, stored on its side. And that's so the cork does not dry out. Um... Uh, because if the cork dries out, then oxygen can get in there. And again, that's going to make your wine go bad. Um, it should ideally, not ideally, it really should be somewhere where there's a consistent temperature. And the big thing there is no temperature fluctuation. So it's not going to be going, you know, up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, and we'll talk about some places in the house where temperatures will do that. So you want to avoid those. Um, but in, again, in general, and around 54 degrees will cover most wines, red or whites. Um, so you, you kind of keep that in mind as your ideal temperature. But again, the key thing is it's not, you know, 80 in the afternoon and 40 in the evening and then right. back and forth and back and forth. And all that's going to prematurely age the wine. And same thing with the light. It's going to prematurely age the wine. You do not want to do that. Yeah. What should be, we're talking five years is now one to two years. So then when you go to drink it in years three and four you're past its prime. Um, humidity um, should ideally be between 60 and 70%. Uh, but again, it's not usually something you need to stress on a whole lot. Don't, you know, go getting humidifiers and all that other right. kind of stuff. You don't have to go crazy on it. You should try not to move the wine. The more it gets moved, the more it gets shaken up, the, the, it's not as good for it. So ideally, it's in a place where you're going to put it and then leave it. Um, and it should also store it away from other foods or strong smells. So not right next to the garlic um, right. and, and or, or uh, any chem chemicals, cleaning things, anything else, because uh, that cork is porous to a very minor degree, but it, it, air does pass through. And those smells could get in mm. there and taint your wine over time, especially. Yeah, you do not want that to happen. But so that's the how. What about the where? So you don't want to to be anywhere like Mark was saying where the temperature could fluctuate so you don't want to be want it to be in your kitchen where you're turning on the oven or you know like a boiler room or a laundry room anywhere you know where well that's again where the temperature can or jump up temperature or anything like that dark closets work well i would say invest in a wine fridge yes. wine fridges are do you have a wine fridge yet I have a wine fridge. I have the same wine fridge you did because oh, remember you got oh, it that's and you right. liked it. And so you told Katie, <laughs> Do you like it? who told me, I like it actually, yeah, yes. It's a great one. So, I'm actually thinking about getting a second. Yeah. <laughs> so wine, uh, investing in a wine fridge is one of the best things I have ever done. So I started small with my mm -hmm. wine fridge. I had a tiny guy who was an eight bottle, my first one. Mm -hmm. And then I had to... I, that wasn't enough, as I'm sure you can imagine from hearing me talk. So I um, passed that one on to a friend, and I upgraded. Mm -hmm. And now we have like a string going. So that friend passed that. Then that one was too small for her, so she passed that one on to a friend. She got a bigger <laughs> one. I got a bigger one, passed my next one on to her. So now we have a whole thing going. But you do not have to spend a ton on a wine fridge. Well, And that's a key, because like, you, you go spend $1,000 on a wine fridge, oh, and, and your no. wines aren't worth that much. Right. 
It doesn't make sense. No, I mean, you can get one for a couple hundred dollars. Yes. And But here's the thing. My piece of advice, read the reviews because some wine fridges are loud. Mm-hmm. That is one thing. So I did a ton of research when I bought mine. I read lots of reviews. You don't want one that's loud. Oh, that thing is silent. You don't even know it's oh, there. You don't even, I, I yeah. cannot hear my wine fridge. My wine fridge is dark. Mm-hmm. It does have a light that goes on if I, when, I, when I open it. It's mm-hmm. like a blue light. It's very calming. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, mine is pleasant to the eye. Like when I look at it, it's beautiful. It's sleek. I think, honestly, I mean, I think I spent like $200 on it. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was. Maybe $250. And Pops. I mean, yeah. it, it holds 40 bottles of wine. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, it's amazing. And it is temperature controlled. There are so many different types of wine fridges you can buy. Read the reviews. It's well worth it if you're going to invest in wine. And, and I mean, I mean, I put my cheapies in there too. And it keeps the wine at the perfect temperature. Yeah. And the advice I saw on this, which actually you just backed up here, is whatever wine fridge you're going to, whatever wine fridge you think you need buy twice that volume. So if you think I yep. need an eight volume or an eight bottle, oh, no. buy the 16 to 20. If you think you need a 20, buy the 40. Yep. And um, they say, because especially once you have that ability to store it and you kind of start doing these collections, it, it and I've experienced this, it kind of gets a little out of control. Oh yeah, absolutely. I could easily, mine, mine is full. Yeah. Totally full. Well, I'm thinking about getting a second one because yeah. And that's only because I do have some wines that were uh, uh, several wines now that were are meant to age that yeah. I'm aging, um, and that are and and I have more than forty of them. I'm actually yeah. close to sixty ish or so of them, and that which means there's twenty of them that aren't in that fridge where they need to be. And I'm like, right. and I don't like that because yeah. uh, they're not investment wines. But I don't. Again, I want to open oh, them I up. I freak out when I don't have enough room in there all of a sudden, and I'm like, oh my god. But I also yeah. freak out when all of a sudden I have empty spaces in there. And then <laughs> that's like, the word. I know. I'm like, oh my god, I have to go buy wine. Oh man. So yeah, I think actually, you know what? I think I'm gonna get that that that, that wine fridge now because now that we're talking about this and that we've we've done this episode, yeah, um, it's I the best. So all space. of you start shopping for wine fridges. Yes. Um, the other thing too, I think, and this is just kind of a, a parting thought, if you will. Oh yeah. Um, honest. In this, what will be a short, shorter than usual episode. But again, we thought there was going to be a lot more here, and there just really. But I think isn't. this is all good stuff. Oh, it's great stuff, and it's it's eye opening. Like like we were talking about, I'm rethinking my yeah. my. I call it my cellar. It's really I have a closet. Oh, call it a cellar. It makes it sound so much better. <laughs> I have a closet and a wine fridge, um, but it is a cool, dark closet. All the things it's supposed to be. Um, but uh, anyway, so I'm totally rethinking that, and how am I going to? And I'm going to start drinking a bunch of the wine in there, and stop buying. Actually, which is probably not a bad thing. Stop buying as much wine as I am and start drinking a lot of the mm. wine that I have. Because, uh, I mean, I'm close to 300 bottles or so these days. So, yeah, I need to... I don't need more. I need to drink more. But anyway, that said... And, and that Happy actually... Happy to help. Yes. <laughs> well, you guys are coming up in a can't little wait. while. I can't wait. I'll be there in it, February. Yes. And we are going to uh, probably see what kind of damage we can do on that wine cellar. And we'll drink some of the good stuff, too, actually. Because I need to get some of that moving. Darn it. Too. So um, the good stuff. All the all the peoples are coming, and we're gonna we're gonna drink some good stuff. Um, we probably will not uh, probably make as much of a dent in that as we'd like, but we'll we'll put a dent in it. 
Um, but anyway, that which gets to um, really kind of what and and people say this all the time. You know, drink the good wines and don't wait for the special occasion because if you hold on the wine for the special occasion, I mean, it never quite comes. And I've got that. I've got a few wines, and I'm like, I'm holding on this for a special occasion. I'm like, when's that going to be? Right. I, and I have started. You know, I drink the good stuff now. Just whenever. Yeah. There are a few bottles that I'm saving. But for the most part, I pretty much just drink the good stuff. Yeah. Because I also don't like drinking crap. Well, well, life is too short. Life so is, too, is too, short too short to drink, to drink crap. bad yep. wine or whatever yep. it is they say that. Yeah. So if you're holding on to wine for a special occasion and you don't have a special occasion, you know, right. just one of these days, uh, the problem is... You know is what? You can also buy more wine. You can buy more wine. <laughs> you can get hit by a bus. Um, all sorts of stuff can happen. Right. Um, you know, the wine can go bad because you sat on it too long. Right. I mean, again, really, if you've got some good bottles of wine and they're sitting there... Um, Enjoy them. Yeah. Wine is meant to be drunk. That's yeah. what it's made for. Exactly. Enjoy that wine. Yes. Oh, so. yeah. So if you have anything you'd like to share, if you have any tips on drinking... On drinking? On aging wine, please share them with us. Or if you have any recs on uh, wine bridges you want to share with anyone else, please do share that too. Um, you can go to the unsophisticatedpalette.com. Please share those or our Facebook page. Yes. And subscribe and rate us. Right. And rating us is helpful. Helps other people find us. Right. Until next time, drink responsibly. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.